0: FM talk on demand audio.
1: We cannot allow scenes like I saw in New York two days ago where policemen are being beat up by gangs of illegal immigrants. In that case, from Venezuela, Honduras, we can't allow that. And these are kids that are fighters. They were not, you know, babies. They were knocking the hell out of our policemen. We can't let this happen
2: no we can't president trump on yesterday there with uh, maria bartiromo talking about the border and lots of polls showing that is the number one issue for a lot of voters i think he's smart to keep talking about it we've got congressman eric burleson from the seventh district on the phone this morning and uh, eric welcome back how are you
1: hey mark hey kim
2: yeah, it's good. Good to get you on here this morning. You know, I, the, the president was talking about the border yesterday, and then I wake up this morning and they've they you know I I, I was trying to read through this border security bill. Chuck Schumer, uh, they've got uh, Langford, all these senators on TV this morning trying to defend this thing. And I know Mike Johnson says it is DOA in the House. What's your take on it?
1: Yeah, it, it absolutely should be dead on arrival. And it just the fact that Chuck Schumer. And the Democrats and Republicans in the Senate, the Uniparty are supporting this should be your first clue. But <clears throat> look, they've got the law in place today where they could they could say no illegals are allowed across the border. There there's there's no asylum granted, unless it's in under rare circumstances, which is the way it was under every president prior to Joe Biden. Yeah. So do you really think that increasing that threshold to 5,000 is going to mean that after 5,000, they're going to actually do what they're supposed to be doing today. It's the most absurd proposal I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. You know, I watched um, an interview with Nikki Haley yesterday. Of course, uh, they, they entertained her over at CNN play, play cut six, Carl, please. Hold on. Well, I think nobody should be playing politics with the border. First of all, he shouldn't be getting involved, telling Republicans that wait until the election because we don't want this to help Biden win. We can't wait one more day. You have millions of people who've come to that border. They are not being vetted. America's acting like it's September 10th. We better remember what September 12th felt like because it only takes one. This is not a time to play politics. What I do think is they need to get something out. Of course he is. He's absolutely playing politics by telling them not to do anything (laughs) I don't know why Eric I listened to her say that and the question I would have asked her was do you support what Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell are selling
1: yeah that would be the direct question that she probably doesn't want to answer Uh, but you know what instead what she's doing I think she's she's not going to win uh the nomination for president she is doing tryouts for MSNBC and CNN (laughs) and it's evident because you, you saw that she went on Saturday Night Live to join the liberal cast of Saturday Night Live to do what liberals love to do, which is make fun of Donald Trump. Yeah, And, and I think it's, it's a low blow for a Republican who was given an opportunity by, by Donald Trump, you know, a tremendous opportunity. And I think that it's, uh, her, what she's doing is, is it should be obvious to everybody. Congressman, is there any sort of an update to this whole thing going on with Alejandro Mayorkas? Um, because I know, of course, the articles of impeachment was, a, I think, last week. And then, you know, a lot of people are saying he, he should not be in this position. I mean, what what's the update with all of that? Where does that go next? Yes, yeah, so I think that it's ready to come to the floor this week. However, I don't know that based on some public um, people that have come out publicly in opposition to it, uh, Ken Buck, for example, he's a Republican out of Colorado, um, who is, in my opinion, also looking for his next gig on CNN, um, is is opposing this impeachment, and so because you've, we've only got a one vote margin, it's uh, it doesn't look good.
2: Yeah, I was going to say that that would be close. How about the tax cut bill? There was there was talk about a, a a bill that was being it was I think it was a bipartisan vote, wasn't it, on tax cuts? Yeah, you mean like last week? Last yeah. week, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a bill, you know, and I I I weighed that bill. Um, I I contemplated how I was gonna vote. I I kind of I really researched that bill until the very last minute. Um, but at the end of the day I came to the conclusion that the the good the good did not outweigh the bad in the bill. And the bad portion of the bill was that you have child tax credits that is basically a welfare, the new the Democrats new welfare system that where where people who don't pay taxes are getting checks from the federal government. And, and that we were increasing that greatly. And in return, we, you know, Republicans were getting some corporate tax credits when it comes to research and development tax credits. And, and I, and I agree that economically they work and they're, they're good. They are a good way to cut taxes, but it's just the good, in my opinion, didn't outweigh the bad. And when we've got, this much debt, $32 trillion, $34 trillion, sorry. It's um, cutting taxes by giving more handouts to, to um, you know, basically welfare checks people is not a good idea.
2: Yeah, the reimbursable tax credits. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, let me let me focus back on Missouri for just a minute. Um, third congressional district is going to be vacant this year. we got a couple of candidates that have announced they're running. Mayor Elizabeth Coleman, state senator, former Senator Bob Onder. I, I know you're you're good friends with Bob Onder. I would imagine you're friends with him. I know um, I saw you at the Missouri Freedom Caucus kickoff. Uh, do mm-hmm. will you endorse
1: in that race? I haven't made up my mind if I'll endorse. Um, I can't say enough positive things about Bob Onder. Uh, I gave the speech when he was leaving office. Um, to honor his career. I, I've known few people that are more intelligent than Bob Honor. And we're talking about, you know, Jeff City is an environment where someone who is a, it's kind of like survivor. The most competent and intelligent people, unfortunately, don't end up becoming uh, in leadership. And, but Bob, Bob was an example of that. Like the most intelligent uh, member of the Senate that I've ever met. Um, and he was extremely effective especially for the pro-life movement. Um, when it came to my Second Amendment bills, um, Bob was on the floor like a pit bull um, taking on Democrat amendments. And um, so, you know, when you've been in the trenches with somebody and you've seen that, they, that they're they not going to abandon you and they're going to fight with you, it, it's hard to not want to work with that person again.
2: Yeah, I could understand that. Any thoughts, Congressman Burleson, on what we witnessed in the Missouri Legislature in the last week or two of them stripping uh, Bill Eigel and others of their chairmanships, taking their parking places, all over opposition to initiative petition reform?
1: Yeah, I, I would say, Mark, my view is that I've been in I've been in office for twelve years. I've seen good good leadership. I've seen poor leadership. I think that it's not good leadership if you can't. If you cannot figure out how to work with every member of your caucus, and, and if you've got people that that have you know a contrarian point of view, rather than take strip their committees or take away their their chairmanships, maybe you try to work with them because traditionally the way that it's always worked, Mark, is you've got the conservatives like me and like like uh, Bill Igle and Danny Hoskins and Andrew Koenig, and and we, we just want to get a bone every year. You right. know, like every year, throw us a few conservative bones. Let's cut some – throw us a little tax cut. Throw us some pro-life language. Throw us some, throw us some Second Amendment language. But when leadership is, is like – is not only doesn't want to do that, but they've they've gone – in my opinion, they've jumped the shark, and they've gone over the line to say, not only do we not want to do that, but we don't want you to accomplish those things because we don't like you, and we want you to punish you. That's, I think they've jumped the shark, in my
2: opinion. Yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, I, I agree with you completely. Congressman, we appreciate your time, my friend. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Kim. Yep. Have a great
2: day. We'll talk to you soon. Congressman Eric Burleson from the uh, 7th uh, uh, District there. I- interesting. Said he's not sure he's going to endorse in that race, but he clearly likes Bob on. Had a lot of good just, things
1: to say, yeah. and I liked what he said, too.
2: Get more at 971talk.com.